had some coffee so we're feeling caffeinated and i wanted to talk about what today is maybe we should introduce ourselves oh, first. i'm always just like welcome to the t-bend i've just had some caffeine let's jump right in <laughs> jump right in um i'm laura and i'm hillary and we are american unicorns <laughs> Welcome to our podcast where we discuss things that don't exist until they're discovered. Yeah, by us specifically. Specifically. It's not real until we've investigated it further. Um, okay, so getting back to, because I, uh, we've now jumped in, um, what today is. Today's date is May 5th. Is it? Which means it's single de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. So I lived in Florida uh, and people celebrate Cinco de Mayo in Florida uh, much more vehemently than we do here because we are quite far from Mexico. We are indeed. So the significance of Cinco de Mayo, according to Wikipedia, is the celebration of the Mexican victory over French forces at the Battle of Puebla on May 5th, 1862. Nice. Um, it is celebrated with parades, food, music, and folkloric dancing. Okay. I don't know what folkloric <laughs> dancing is. Do you have any guesses? No, I don't. I don't. We could try it, though. Just like... Moving and grooving. I'm enjoying History Corner with Laura, too, by the way. Oh, did everyone hear that? I was just putting my mic legs tucked. I tucked my white my my, my white <laughs> legs and my mic legs. My legs are white. It was very loud. It was super loud. I don't just care. Put those things away. Everything is great. Um, folkloric dancing, I don't know. No idea. Like, what are you wearing? A, a hat? There's probably like intricate costumes involved. Music. I forget. I always forget that you have a degree in archaeology and <laughs> knowing. I have my master's in smartery. Oh my god! <laughs> that explains so much of the smartery that happens on this very podcast. <laughs> I would also like to say that May 5th is International Midwives Day. Ooh. Let's have a baby in a tub. <laughs> it's also International Space Day. There's a lot going on on May 5th. Okay, so I'm saving this one. <laughs> There's a couple more because I'm super excited. It's also on the, the first Friday of May is International Tuba Day. Tuba day. So this may not mean a lot to you. It doesn't. It means... <laughs> Fuck. I'm already tubas. over it. Yeah. Fuck, um, they're the worst brass instruments. Oh my gosh. So my brother, Fuck tubas. Joe, 
plays the euphonium. Oh, Joe, our audio tech. Joe is our audio tech. He doesn't. <laughs> I mean, he knows that he's our audio tech, but we don't pay. Him we don't pay. Him. <laughs> um, Joe plays the euphonium, and most people are like, I don't know. Well, you phone you later. It's so, it, yes, it's like I'll you phone you later. Um, it is like you can't a, use that. I'm copywriting. Sorry, verbal copyright. Okay, so I owe you money now. <laughs> um, a euphonium is tuba-like in a lot of ways. It also is sousaphonian. Yeah, I'm just gonna drop that off right there, and then no <laughs> explanation. No explanation. Um, and Joe plays the euphonium like an angel on a harp. <laughs> And little tiny angel. When Joe uh, lived with me recently, he would be he put a muffler on his euphonium and he would play it. But then you know it didn't sound right, so he would just take it off. And I think that my neighbors hate me, but I don't. <laughs> I I mean it's beautiful. Uh, it's also Museum Lovers Day. <gasps> no way. Dum dum dum. It's also wait for it. <laughs> National Chocolate Custard Day. <laughs> now I want some. Yeah, I'm sorry. This I'm is so this hungry. is even worse for me. Is it's National Hoagie Day, mm. and where I was also from when I was a child in Pittsburgh, it's hoagies. Hoagies or die. Okay, now this one is super appropriate because we're already doing it. It's No Pants Day. It is. Yep. Well, it's also Oyster Day. Ew. Yeah, gross. Um, Except for we like the oyster beds in the Chesapeake Bay. They're uncomfortable to sleep in. <laughs> it's also Revenge of the 5th because it's May 5th, yeah. right? And yesterday was May 4th. Um, it's And it's also, I was going to skip this one because I don't know how to pronounce it. Totally Chipotle, Chipotle Day. Totally Chipotle Day? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Never heard of Chipotle? I mean, I always say it wrong. <laughs> I love tacos, but I always say it wrong. So there are so many things that are today. I don't know how you can also, you know, it's also Cartoonist Day. Well, of course. I mean, all these things. But like, I, you know, I'm super excited about the tuba. The Museum Lovers Day is kind of amazing that um, we didn't, I didn't know about it. Yeah. But I'm clearly we're not lovers enough. <laughs> I guess I'm glad we're, just, I, we're museum likers, not lovers. I mean, I don't plan on going to a museum today. Me neither. <laughs> I do feel like I should eat a hoagie. Yeah. And I will probably have to drive to Pennsylvania for that. But we're not far from Pennsylvania. How Mm-mm. far are we? I think it's like two and a half hours. That's farther than I thought. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, I my mother and I, when I was little, went to a little place in Pittsburgh, in Green Tree, Pittsburgh, near Pittsburgh. It's a little borough called Little Green Baby Tree. Laura. Little Baby Laura. And we went to a place called Beto's, and we would get the Italian hoagies. And it's one of my most cherished memories of the family and the foil wrap with perforations on one side around the hoagies and there's a bunch of water in my mouth right now and whenever i go back to pittsburgh i always go to beto's and they have a vegetarian one and it is like eating jesus's eyeballs i don't think i've ever had a hoagie okay (laughs) 
She's attacking me now. Well, (laughs) 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 I'm not going to punch you in the face, but when we take American unicorns on the road on our West Coast, (laughs) no, East Coast tour. (laughs) There's two coasts. Which one are we on? We will have a hoagie. A hoagie. And maybe we can plan it for next year. And then we can go on National Hoagie Day. (laughs) Your expectations of our podcast are really high. (laughs) They are really high because I shoot for the stars. (laughs) And we're unicorns, so we can touch them with our horns. It's true. I'm excited about what you're going to tell me today. I'm a little bit scared because I saw the pictures that you posted on the Twitter thing. Mm -hmm. And I think I know that those um, trees are from Africa Mm -hmm. because they look like they would be from (laughs) Africa because they look amazing and a little bit bulbous. And a little bit like, please don't eat me. And a little bit like, I need all the water. I need all the I'm so thirsty. I'm so thirsty. Give me some water. Do you have any idea of what I'm talking about? Nope. No guesses. No, because African folklore, mythology, and cryptozoology is banana sandwiches. <laughs> and um, there are so many cultures there. I don't know. Could it be a zebra dude? (laughs) It's not. Could it be a wildebeest lady? (laughs) You made one of those, didn't you? I made a wildebeest dude. Oh, wildebeest dude. Yeah. I think I have a cow lady. You do. You have have a, I think she's a Guernsey cow. Laura makes some amazing art as well, which is why we have such great art for our cryptids. I practice National Cartoon Day every day. <laughs> I celebrate it with my love. Awesome. Are you ready to get into it? Uh, tell me about Africa. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. <laughs> I'm not going to punch you about hoagies. Yeah, I'm really concerned about the ho- You just keep inching closer and closer and closer. I can see that you don't have a hoagie in your mouth, and I'm very upset. <laughs> Okay, so the cryptid we're talking about today is the man-eating tree of Madagascar. Oh, shit. Okay, so first of all, Madagascar, not Africa. (laughs) (laughs) And so I can also tell you that from my cartooning of animals, there is some crazy shit going on in Madagascar. There is. Because the animals and plant species there are the indigenous. They're cuckoo bananas. They're indigenous. And it's like they were super isolated and they are just cuckoo banana sandwiches. Yeah. There's a lot of like inbreeding. and Oh, my God. Just... Like lemurs up the butt <laughs> everywhere. I had sex with this plant and now there's a mani tree. Oh, my God. Let me sit back. Get, get comfortable. In. Get, I'm going to get comfy. Okay. Do it. Tell me about trees. Okay. So, As a vegetarian, I'm super scared right now. <laughs> it's everything you hate. It's everything I hate and want to eat. So the first article um, that ever mentions the man-eating tree of Madagascar was published on April 28th in 1874. 
in the New York world. So the New York world is a um, kind of sensationalist magazine. It's a tabloid rag. Yeah, it's a tabloid rag from 1874. Um, <laughs> it's like the National Enquirer of the 1800s. And um, it, they were kind of notorious for writing these sensational articles to try to get attention. Like bat boy born in hospital. Yes. Or what I do at work to try to get attention. (laughs) You and Ozzy Osbourne are always eating bats and mice and They just want attention. And um, so the article um, is very interesting. You read the article. Yes, I have the article. I'm going to read bits of it to you. Please read the sensational parts. So the story... Or the article claimed to have obtained its information about the man-eating tree um, from another magazine. Um, Which is always good journalism. Yeah. Called, it was the last article in the publication. It was called Grafe and Warther's Magazine. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's beside, the, it's beside the point. That was an actual magazine, but it wasn't published where they said it was published, so... Keep going. I'm super confused. Yeah. So um, there was a letter um, written from a, quote, eminent botanist named Carl Leach. Sounds legit. To a colleague, Dr. Amulus Fredlowski. (laughs) Wowzers. Yeah. It's a pretty great name. And so most of the article actually just consisted of this letter that they got from Leach. I don't know if I'm also saying. I'm probably overpronouncing the E. I, I don't. What, how is it spelled? L-E-C-H-E. I don't know. Leche. I'm going to call him Leche. He sounds exotic and foreign and yeah. just like he's down to party. I so, wonder what kind of hat he wore. <laughs> like were there feathers in yeah, it? Probably. Like a pamp. So in... The letter he was describing um, to his colleague his travels through Madagascar. Wait, what was his nationality? Was he a New Yorker? No, he was British. Yes, I of believe. course he was. Yeah, I read somewhere that he was British, and then uh, oftentimes they just say he was a Westerner. He didn't actually exist. This is later in the story, so it's kind of hard to actually pinpoint his nationality (laughs) well and so 1874 was the time when the british were just going around and being like i'm putting a flag here (laughs) this now belongs to the queen yep so it makes sense to me so he said that he entered a region of the country occupied by a tribe of people called the makotos okay now Disclaimer, the Makotos, there's no actual evidence that they existed. Maybe they're a lost tribe. But it, they could very well could be. They probably all got eaten by the tree, which will... Uh, ding! So, exactly. So um, so he describes that as him, uh, Liche and his party were walking through the forests of Madagascar, the members of the Mo- Makoto tribe started silently emerging from the jungle. Oh, my God. I bet they weren't wearing pants in no. celebration of no pants day. <laughs> yes. It's all full circle. Full circle. So 
they started following them, um, the tribe, as they were, um, Lee Jay and his party were walking through the forest. That wouldn't be scary at all. <laughs> no. They're just like, what's up? <laughs> Want a party? <laughs> Where are your pants? <laughs> I now decree today is National No Pants Day. <laughs> and that's the origin of No Pants Day. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I love just making shit up. I know. It's so good. So they they also enjoyed doing it in the 1870s. No as well. shit, yeah. So the story in the letter they said that they came to a spot where the stream wound around a for a forest. Oh my gosh, words are so hard. And in the forest they encountered quote the most singular of trees. So this tree, um, I won't. I'm gonna summarize it because he goes into very lengthy detail. <laughs> it was very intimate with the tree. Um, oh, but it's kind no pants of like, day. <laughs> yeah. So if you can kind of ma- imagine a tree that the base, the I'm trunk, closing my eyes. The trunk mm. is kind of like a pineapple. Okay. An eight feet high and thick pineapple. Yum. And there's some leaves coming out of the top. Okay, like a pineapple. Yeah, but they're kind of like hanging down, not straight up like a pineapple. Okay. Oh, like a willow tree. Like a willow. Okay. And then there's like a flat part in the in the top, at the very top of the tree. In the leaves? Yes, in the center of the leaves. And there's some like little tendrils hanging down too. Like a willow. Okay. So you got leaves, you got tendrils. You've got a little spot at the top, all on top of this pineapple tree. Okay. So the um, so what they they saw this tree and they're like, oh my gosh, look at this tree. That's a great tree. <laughs> I'm sure that tree won't try to eat us. No, we should definitely go up to it. So um, we're not wearing pants, and we'll know we're friendly. So, apparently, when the Makotos saw the tree, they began shouting the word tepe. Tepe, tepe, tepe. And as they were shouting this, they surrounded one of the females of the tribe and forced her at javelin point to climb the tree until she reached the apex of the cone. So, the very top. Yeah. The top. The tips. Forced her up. And um, in at the very tippy top, there was some like liquid oh, in God. the top. Oh God! So then they started shouting "tisk, tisk, tisk," which meant drink in the Makoto's language, according to the letter. This sounds like a frat party that I went to <laughs> in 1997. <laughs> I want to hear more about that. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> um. So she drank from it and then almost instantly all of the leaves and tendrils oh fuck you came alive no and they seized her around her neck and arms she began screaming but the tendrils gripped her tighter strangling her until quote her cries became a gurgled moan then the contraction of all of the like tendrils tendrils caused the fluid of the tree to stream down its trunk, quote, mingling with the blood and oozing viscera of the victim. Holy fucking shit. So then, 
there's more <laughs> oh yes so then the the all the makotos rush forward to drink this mixture of blood and tree fluid and then quote ensued a quote uh, yeah a quote grotesque and indescribably hideous orgy <laughs> oh my god yes oh my god yeah holy shit <laughs> oh my god so let's recap it escalated quickly <laughs> oh my god it escalated quickly so basically this the tendrils were actually like cilia yeah and we know that there are plants in nature, like the Venus fly trap, right? Mm-hmm. That eat bugs and stuff like that. So it's not inconceivable that in the crazy mixed up world of Madagascar, that there would be something like that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Insane. Insane tree eating blood orgy. That poor lady, she had to yeah. have known, like, what was go- don't drink it, <laughs> or like, don't go when everyone else starts heading toward the tree. I just don't be, like, be at the I'm front of the line, back. yeah, don't be at the front of the line. But so they they forced her to do it, but why? I guess they would have speared her face off with the yeah. javelins, yeah. Quick sidebar, um, Hillary and I both know how to throw shot put and discus. <laughs> do you know how to do a javelin? I've thrown it before, but I'm not very good at it. I've never thrown a javelin, but I would assume that it's the same motion yeah. as the shot put. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. That's just what makes us uh, athletic yes. unicorns. <laughs> um, okay. Bring us back to Mr. Yes. Leche so, and his little fantasy yeah. about this. So all of this happened, you know, like, I just can only imagine that they were like, oh, like that majestic tree. Oh, shit. Right, because they're British, so they're like, oh, my goodness. I, oh, that spot of trouble. Don't don't drink from that. Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no, don't touch the blood orgy mix. Oh, my God. Leave the viscera alone. Why can't we have a lovely no pants day? Without a blood every, orgy. Every no pants day ends in a blood orgy. Blood every orgy. year. <laughs> By Jove. So after this um, incident. Um, <laughs> the understatement of the year. Everyone. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Leche concluded his letter by explaining that he studied the carnivorous tree for three more weeks during which time he found several other smaller specimens of it located throughout the forest. But, like, this main one, the big one, was the one that the Makotos, like, worshipped. Right. And, um, but when he was checking out some of the smaller guys, yeah, um, he saw one of the trees eat a lemur. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. So, Probably without all of the... F- pomp and yeah there was no orgy they didn't orgy for the lemur oh my god Madagascar (laughs) and um it also said that when he came back to the tree like three weeks later yeah there was a perfectly clean skull sitting in the top of the tree okay tree can't can't eat marrow (laughs) so uh, so do we th- okay so the stuff that's at the top of the tree was probably some kind of like 
whatever, digestive acid. Yeah, digestive acid. Like how so it but then how okay, cuz so what I don't understand and I don't understand this about um like a venus fly trap is how does it like is it protein or yeah um when i was doing a little bit of reading about other like actually um discovered carnivorous plants so there's apparently one in ireland that um developed in the by the bogs and Mm. so like this plant adapted because it knew that at certain periods of the year it couldn't get any nutrients yeah and so it it was able to eat like small animals and so what it would do is it would capture it digest it and then it they open back up and any parts that it doesn't digest just kind of blows away in That's the wind amazing yeah <clears throat> so it Pretty makes dope. sense mm-hmm. that it would like it doesn't use the the yeah. calcium or whatever no, from it the just bones. wants you know to eat your sweet flesh <laughs> delicious mm, yummy Flesh. no pants day makes it easier <clears throat> yeah none of that pesky clothing right so oh this tree God. only eats people on may 5th <laughs> one day a year <laughs> you get sacrificed to the man-eating tree yeah. what no did the, what was day. the name of the tree again they called it um tepe tepe was like like name. pepe <laughs> cinco de mayo yeah full circle so, um, since this was posted, there's been a lot of, um, like, uh, investigations into the Madagascar tree. Um, they, it's mostly been debunked that this particular letter was written by a man named Edmund Spencer, who, um, he kind of considered himself to be, like, the Poe of, I guess, like, sensational news articles. Well, his name sounds very familiar. Yeah. Do you know him? I am him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wrote that letter. She's pulling her mask off right now. <laughs> you look like 150 years old. I look good. <laughs> I'm not wearing pants. But, so... Most of this has kind of been debunked, but, you know, I think about the fact that they're, they're still discovering all of these plants that actually are carnivorous. Yep. And Madagascar is so, as you said, so varied, and its flora is so unique to that area. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I read somewhere that, like, 90% of what grows there can only grow there. Yeah. And so who's to say that this didn't, that this has never happened? I'm not going to say it. You better not fucking say I it. I won't. <laughs> but it's the same in the, as like the Amazon. Yeah. You don't know, like there's so much undiscovered country there. Yeah. I mean. As it should be. And if it was adapting to its environment and all it could get was tasty, tasty lemur meat. Oh, tasty lemur meat. <laughs> or feed. <laughs> Female no pants day victims. Oh my god! Eat a hokey for yeah. God's sake. So, um, it's, you know this. Even though it was kind of um, regarded as fiction, um, people who were reading it were just like, "No, this is amazing. This is so real." So, 
very victorians man (laughs) there was nothing else to do it was so (laughs) dark and they were just like let's read this crazy ass story so um during the late 19th and early 20th century there's been a lot of explorers who have gone searching for the man-eating tree in madagascar so the first uh searcher was named frank vincent and he was an American travel writer. Get some. And he traveled through Madagascar in the early 1890s. And he wasn't there to specifically look for the tree, but he was kind of just like asking around. And <laughs> he, um, but he couldn't find mm. the tree. Mm. So um, then the next expeditioner, who is my absolute favorite explorer ever and i never knew that this happened and i'm so proud to be from michigan oh yeah but the second explorer was named chase salmon osborne osborne served as the governor of michigan from 1911 to 1913 this guy was like i've been all over the world but i choose michigan (laughs) to govern i shall govern and so um, after he was governor, he um, traveled to Madagascar um, and released a book in 1924 called Madagascar, Land of the Man-Eating Tree. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love him. We need to get a copy of that book. I love that he was just like, Dogman, I'm out. I'm going in search of triumph of eating tree. The Dogman's not enough for me. You keep peeing on more. the floor and I just need a tree yeah. that eats people. Yep. So, um, and in his account, he um, he never saw the man-eating tree, but he had, like, tons of stories and myths from all these different tribes on the island, and he would even ask missionaries, mm. and um, they said, um, quote, that... To be sure that the missionaries say it does not exist, but they are not united in this opinion, despite the fact that it is properly their affair and responsibility to discredit and destroy anything and everything that fosters demonism and idol. Uh, I can't talk. Idolatry. Thank you. Oh, crush it. Crushed it. Um, so some missionaries did tell him that they saw the quote devil tree. So holy moly, devil tree. Yeah, those missionaries were not known to lie. No. So um, then in the 1920s, um, Ralph Linton, an anthropologist, spent several years in Madagascar and also encountered people who um, said that it existed, um, and but he could not find it himself, um, which is kind of a theme. But, you know, in my opinion... If you did find the man-eating tree, wouldn't it eat you? <laughs> I mean, you have to drink. You have to tisk, tisk, yeah. tisk. Tisk. So you maybe mean... you see it. But again, Madagascar doesn't sound like a super friendly place. No. And uh, yeah, the tree could eat you or a lemur could throw a javelin at your face or whatever. <laughs> how'd, the, how'd the lemurs get the javelins? <laughs> yeah. Because the tree didn't need it. Because the guy <laughs> went up there and was like, gee, I think I'm going to climb to the top of this tree because I'm thirsty. And that seems like a good idea. <laughs> and then they drank the stuff. And then the tree ate them. And their javelin fell down. And then the lemur got the javelin. And then the javelin threw it at the man. And then the man um, uh, the man ran away. Wow. And he was scared. And then he said, I'm going to be governor someday. 
that's after. I got everything wrong, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> caffeine, 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 man, I didn't That's amazing. Um, and the um, one person who also went after the man-eating tree was our friend from our Mon- Mongolian deathworm episode, <gasps> Ivan Merkel? Mackerel? mackerel <laughs> He goes by many names. Let me see how you say it. You're much better at pronunciation than I am. But Ivan... He also went Macker, after Mackerel, Mac, yes, yeah, Mackerly. See, it's that easy. Words are hard. Macker-ly. Words are hard. Macker-ly. So Ivan also is famous for going after the Mongolian deathworm. Shockworm. So yes, our shockworm. So he also had his own expedition. Is he still alive? Can we get him on the podcast? <laughs> I don't believe so. Shit. Um, we could dig him up. Yeah. <laughs> He was eaten by the tree. Um, <laughs> and the Mongolian deathworm just finished him off. He was like, I know I'm really far from Mongolia, but just like, I got to eat this. That was an face. effed up party, man. No one was wearing <laughs> pants. Um, so they he discovered that the the natives there, there are apparently a lot of like dangerous plants in, in Madagascar <laughs> that the natives call killer trees. Oh. And so there's actually a tree that is poisonous when it has flowers. And um, when they when Ivan went to see it, they had to take gas masks for protection. That's um, very interesting. Yeah, it's called the, the Kumanga. Kumanga. What's the name of that smelly flower? Oh, yeah, that stink flower that's yeah. in the... At the yeah. uh, place. <laughs> At the place where the smelly the flower bot- is. The U.S. Yeah. Botanical Garden. Yeah. That's near or on the National Mall. That it And it um, it is the Titan Arum. Oh, yeah. And it is uh, the largest unbranched inflorescence in the world. I don't know what any of those words mean. And it is from Sumatra, hmm. which is an uh, island somewhere. The, oh, it's also called the corpse flower. Yeah, the corpse flower. Because it smells like a dead body. So, I mean, things are still being constantly discovered and new plants. I just saw that the Smithsonian discovered a new species of gecko, and it's adorable. Um, Smithsonian knows what they're doing about adorable things because they also found that palace cat. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. They found it and it's adorable. Um, okay. So I do want to also read this thing about the corpse flower. As the space (laughs) gradually opens, the spadix... Releases powerful odors to attract pollinators. Mm. Insects which feed on dead animals or lay their eggs in rotting meat. The potency of the odor gradually increases from late evening until the middle of the night when carrion beetles and flesh flies are active as pollinators, then tapers off toward the morning. Uh, Analysis of chemicals released in the spadex show the stench includes... Okay, lots of words. I'm just going to read what they smell like. Like Limburger (laughs) cheese, rotting fish, sweaty socks, sweet floral scent, chloroseptic, and human feces. 
That's unfortunate. But but think about the fact that like that exists in the that world. That exists in the world. It's from from Sumatra, and um, it grows in the rainforest of Sumatra. And now we're talking about this plant that's in Madagascar, yeah. which I assume is like a rainforest. Yeah, and you know, um, I just found in my notes. Yeah, it's a heavily forested country. Um, where 90% of its indigenous flora is found nowhere else in the world. 90%. According to this map, Sumatra is also kind of close to Madagascar. Yeah. It's in the Indian Ocean. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Keep mm. going. So, um, and during my research, this also made me think of my favorite thing in the entire world. Can you guess what it is? Doggy bear monkeys. <laughs> I do love those. Oh, snow cones. <laughs> yes, I was like, ooh, man-eating tree snow cones. I know what you like. You know what? That lady probably went up there looking for a snow cone. A snow cone. Lick this. Lick this. Tisk tisk. <laughs> snow, snow cones. Snow cones. <laughs> yep. I would climb it. I would climb a mysterious tree for a snow. Cone. I would I'm not, not gonna, you. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna let you do it. I don't care if it ate me as long as the last thing I ate was a snow cone. Wow, that's oh. amazing. Oh, snow cone! <laughs> no, I love you best cones. of all. I once ate so many snow cones that I threw. Up. Wait, was this the time that you throw up? Oh no, no, no. That was another time where you ate it. Was it a bag of? What was the bag of Oh, snacks? the bag of Cheetos. <laughs> and he just kept eating them. <laughs> That's why we're friends. It's called a tactical chunder. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. A tactical chunder? Yeah. Oh, my God. You're doing it specifically so you can consume more. <laughs> I'm a, I am about that 100, 100 P. <laughs> 100 P. Damn, Gina. That's a lot of Cheetos. Yeah. But no. It's like... <laughs> Enough of the Cheetos. I want to talk about my thing now. Okay. Have you ever seen Little Shop of Horrors? Audrey 2 in Audrey the house. Audrey 2 in the hizzle for shizzle. Yeah. So. I love the, I love Steve Martin in I know. that. Little Shop of Horrors was my favorite movie when I was little. It's so good. And every time we went to Blockbuster, I was like, yo, mom. Because I was little and I talked like that can i please get this yeah j factor yeah little shop of horrors so you know i mean maybe maybe they were onto something audrey too is in the the madagascar rainforest and it's feed me seymour i yeah yeah so good it's so good i wonder if that's based on the man eating tree huh Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> oh God! <gasps> Everything's fine now. <laughs> I got scared and excited, <laughs> and caffeine, and hoagies, and no pants. We have a lot of equipment, not so much table. <laughs> Our studio is high tech. <laughs> it's pretty great. So, what's the song that Steve Martin sings? Like, oh. When you're a dentist. <laughs> yeah, he sings a lot of songs. Oh, God, he's so good It's a good musical. I love it. It's so good. Snow cone. Feed me Seymour. Feed me Seymour. <laughs> Nick does not like when I say that to him. <sighs> <laughs> well. That's how I felt with the Cheetos. Yeah. 
So, um, so yeah, you know, that is Madagascar tree, also known as the, see, I think that the Madagascar tree kind of got shafted because, (laughs) (laughs) see what I did there? Um, because like the Mongolian death worm, like, like that, that name is just so powerful, but like. He couldn't be the, the Madagascar death tree. I've already forgotten what it was called. Pepe. <laughs> Tepe. <laughs> right. That's not scary. Yeah, but Should we come up with a better name for it? Yeah. I think like. Yeah. Like man-eating trees. That's not even that scary. No. Because man, you know, like. What about like the Madagascar digestive acid tree? <laughs> Digestive acid tree, the DAT. The DAT. Because you don't know what it stands for. No. How about murder tree? <laughs> How about no pants day murder tree? Oh my God. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that's probably scarier. Not Pepe. <laughs> Tepe. Tepe. And then I think tepid, and I think not warm, not cold. Yeah. Just tepid. I just feel bad. I just feel like it got shafted in the, the great naming of cryptids. Yeah, I agree. Because Mongolian <laughs> death worm yeah, wins because, every time. Yeah. And it's like they just, it's like they, they phoned it in that day. They were like, it's found in Madagascar, and it's a tree. The. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Captain Obvious, and I'm here to report on the Mongolian Death Train. By George, I think we found it. By George, I think we found the. What about this? Death uh, Orgy Tree. Ooh, yes. The Death Orgy Tree. Sick. The Bloody Viscera Tree. Oh, God. I can't imagine. Like, so, so we know that maybe this Edmund Spencer dude, didn't he write. Poetry? That maybe it's a different Edmund Spencer. <laughs> no, um, I love that you look at me and think that chick <laughs> reads some poetry. You don't read Victorian poetry, I'm sure. <laughs> Spencerian, and it's probably a very common name, but whatever. Yes, I spend, whatever. They're all the same. I spend my days when I'm not researching for the podcast reading Victorian poems written by people who also. Write fake letters to <laughs> New York Times esque Daily Beast things yes. and make things up and aren't wearing pants. Yeah. Yes, I'm also not wearing pants while I'm reading those poems. Well, I don't judge you on that. It's, I mean, it is what it is. I'm excited. This was yeah. chapter six. Six is my lucky number. Oh. Yeah. I'm glad we were able to, you know, get some closure for the tree. Oh, bless that tree's heart. I hope he's out there eating people. Yeah. In Madagascar. He deserves it. This world is overpopulated as it is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the problem with modern medicine, just curing stuff all the time. Everyone lives. We need more death trees. Oh, M. Night Sh- Shyamalan. Sh- Shyamalan. <laughs> Did you see that movie with Marky Mark? And he hates it when you call him that. Mark Wahlberg, yes, yes, and Zoe Deschanel, yeah. Did I say that right? (laughs) Um, And the trees eat everybody. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. It's something weird, like like trees eat everybody, (laughs) but they don't eat everybody. It's like the pollinating. Yeah, it's like the happening. Is that it? Yeah, it's the happening. 
Um, if we just say random things long enough, we'll eventually <laughs> it'll just come out. I'll just poop it out. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Trees getting theirs. Yep. Suck it, humans. Yep. Get it. Get up. So that is the Madagascar tree. Wonderful. Or dat. <laughs> Blood orgy tree. Blood orgy tree. Digestive acid tree. Dat. Dat. Dat's dat. <laughs> So um, we had a couple things that we wanted to um, let you guys know about. Did we? We did. What? Why don't we tell Lara about it too? Well, what we're telling them about that you can follow us on oh. Twitter. <laughs> why are you looking at me so suspiciously? Because you know everything. Yes, everyone. Know we're going to be feeding Laura to a tree later. <laughs> uh. Know that you can follow us on Twitter at um um unicorns am. am um if you're listening to us on iTunes please rate and review we really appreciate we it. have an average review rating yeah. now because enough people have done the thing yeah it's really exciting thank you so much and you can find us on Facebook um, we post little teasers for the week and other interesting things there might be a picture of Hillary not wearing pants. <laughs> Or not. Don't make that prom. <laughs> there. Now no one's going to go to the Facebook. <laughs> There's a hole in my pants right now. Does that count? Yes. How do you get them on? Yeah, they have to have a hole in them. <laughs> this is an unnecessarily hole, an unnecessary hole. There are no such things. This hole was caused by friction. And I not mean, the good kind. <laughs> oh, Lord. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode. And keep it weird, people. Bye.